Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Be the Light Now Radio Network on Blog Talk Radio and IPMNation.com. Sometimes when I wake up and I'm wondering how my life would have been if I didn't sing. I get a little stressed out every now and then. The problems come and problems go when I'm around here. Blessed in the morning, blessed in the evening. And again, I realize the reason why I sing. We have so much of the best of the best. We're bringing it to you two shows, seven days a week. So what are you waiting for? The lines are open. Give us a call at 347-539-5349. You have the questions, we have the answers. Bringing you the best that the psychic paranormal world has to offer. Only available here on Be The Light Now Radio Network. Proudly sponsored by TheMysticStore.biz for all your metaphysical and spiritual shopping needs. That's TheMysticStore.biz. Uh, 
So yesterday and today I went ahead and I'm extending my front flower bed to get it ready for gardening. So I went from a, I think it was like 10 feet by two, uh, by two feet wide. And I went ahead and made it uh, four feet by, let's see, 14, 16, 16 to 18, 18 feet. So I extended it really big and then I'm extending another one, adding about another um, six square feet to it. So I'm doing a lot of gardening in the front, getting things ready. So tomorrow I've, I've got to lay out the uh, grid for the square foot gardening, and I'll be posting it all on my new website, uh, natureisgodsgift.com. So you can go ahead and check uh, check out all the pictures i got to up, update, because start to finish on the garden and all, and you know different things to plant and how to go ahead and do it. So I'm going to have all that information on the website. You know, A lot of you have been saying that you've been feeling the pull to go ahead and do some gardening and even if you don't have a green thumb, I'll show you how easy it is. Just put the seeds down in the dirt, let them grow, you'll be fine. I wish it was that easy, but uh, it's very good, very relaxing. Even though it was in the 60s today from you know, going in there and digging and uprooting uh, grass and all that other stuff. It's like I actually worked up a sweat, got the heart rate going. So, and that's you know the type of exercise that's really good for you that anybody can do. Even uh, doing it with potted plants is good uh, to exercise. It gets you, you know, your hands into the dirt, growing things. So I'll be showing you how to go ahead and do that, getting you back in tune with nature. And uh, I'm probably going to have one on there, too, on doing the uh, bullet um, blasting for the, uh, the juicing and all give you some different recipe ideas. Lately, I've just been throwing whatever I feel like throwing in there, and it's like, hmm, this isn't too bad. So, but that's, uh, and I've noticed, so since I've been doing that, I've actually lost a few pounds, which has mostly been uh, soda-related sugar weight, because um, I was drinking like up to eight cans of Pepsi a day, and I was at 178, which isn't too bad. You know, I'm five foot eleven, but it was all in the stomach. I was starting to get the middle age spread. I'm like, okay, I'm not liking this. But since I've been doing a juicing and having maybe one, you know, one can of soda a day, if that, today I had two. But with the juicing I'm doing and watching the weight, I'm actually down to 172. So the stomach is shrinking, which is a good thing. But, um, uh, you know, by going ahead and, you know, people be like, oh, you're losing weight. That's not good. Well, actually, it is because you're getting rid of the bad weight, putting it on the good stuff and doing the exercising. And I go for walks more and all. So I'm actually feeling better. But I have noticed, too, my abilities have opened up even more. And everybody has the abilities. It just depends on how tuned in you are to them, how many blockages you have to release, um, and how much work you have to do with them. Even Arlene is being aware of her psychic abilities. And, uh, but, you know, we all have them. Call them women's intuition. Call them whatever you want. And, um, you know, it's interesting when uh, Pope Francis says, you know, women's intuition. I'm like, okay, men have intuition too. And that's, you know, what some of it starts off with as being a psychic ability. Because you get that intuition. You get that hunch. You get that feeling something's going to happen and it does. That's psychic. That's an ability. It's a gift. But I have noticed since I've been doing the juicing, watching what I'm eating uh, and everything else, uh, that my abilities have opened up um, even more so. 
So the sugars and all the junk food and all that other good stuff, even though it's like, oh my God, it's so wonderful. I have chocolate chip cookies and all these sweets. But if you learn to improvise um, and eat a little bit healthier, you'll notice your abilities opening up even more so on top of you feeling better. So and after all, that's what, that's what we're here to do is to go ahead and try to reconnect with spirit, reconnect with Mother Earth, get in tune with the cycles, everything else. You know, over the past hundred years, we've really screwed up Mother Earth, and we continue to do so at an alarming rate. And, you know, some scientists say, no, we don't have global warming. Others say we do. And statistically, the temperatures have increased uh, a couple of degrees over the past ten years. We're on average now. The temperatures are warming up. So they're noticing the trend. And because of that, what happens is you get severe uh, weather fluctuations. So you're going to get these deep freezes, and we're also going to get the warm, hot summers. So it's going to be one extreme to the other, and it's because we screwed up with Mother Earth. But it's not too late. We can still do things. And even though our governments around the world refuse to do a lot of things, where they're like, oh, no, you know, no don't worry about it. Ain't going to happen. You know, and even with some of the studies, oh, yeah, maybe, you know, down the road it'll happen. Really? Why? If you're, if you're showing that things could happen at the sea levels, may, you know, even if they say, well, it's possible. The water may rise. Florida may vanish in 100 years. But let's not worry about that now. Really? When are you going to worry about it? When Disney is underwater? And it's, ooh, I think we need to do something. No, you need to start doing but they won't because uh, politicians are controlled by big business who, with their lobbyists, go ahead and feed them money, say, here you go, here you go, here you go. Don't worry about it. Let the future worry about it. Really, we, you know, we're leaving them so screwed up, it's unbelievable. But you can do things uh, every day, you know, watch what you eat, you know, recycle, reuse, compost, uh, do like I'm doing. You know, take out your flower beds and put edible flowers in there. Put some veggies along in there too. You're you're eating healthier, and um, you know you're also going ahead and helping clarify the air. So it's amazing what you can do, the little bits you can do. Um, and even though, like I said, I extended the flower bed another two feet out. When you go ahead and cube it, according to you know the way that whole thing is, I added um, about twenty twenty to thirty square feet. But if you go ahead and cube that up, um, you know, I don't know how to do that, but it's like I'm adding a lot more square feet of um, air quality, air cleansing plants. So it'll go ahead and clear everything up and all. Sorry about that. Got a little interruption there. Um, but, you know, that's, that makes a big difference for the environment because you figure if everybody around was able to go ahead and do a little bit like that. And we can tell the politicians to kiss our little white patooties because we're doing it on ourselves. And then sooner or later, they'll start listening when enough of us voice our opinions and you know, say, hey, you know what? We're tired of this. We can't go ahead, especially those who have children and grandchildren, because sooner or later, you're going to have great-grandchildren and great-great, and it's going to continue on and on and on. And do you really want to leave them a screwed-up world? It's like, uh, I know I don't have kids and all, but I'm sorry, but I don't want to leave the future generations a screwed up world, so I'm going to try to do my part to clean it up as best as I can, you know, have less of a carbon footprint. So anyways, uh, glad you're listening in and tuning in. 
Give us a call at 347-539-5349 because we have a phenomenal, wonderful, superb show with the very lovely and talented psychic medium, Samantha Hall. Welcome back, Samantha. Hey, how are you doing? Not too bad. How have you been? Oh, fantastic. Just busy, busy, busy. Well, that's um, a good thing. Oh, yes, definitely, definitely. But you are absolutely so right, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners will agree that when you sort of clean your physical house, your your physical body, your spiritual body just expands unbelievably. And uh, that happened to me a few years ago, kind of called upon to do that, and boom, yeah, wide open. <laughs> and it was a fascinating journey, too. So um, anybody out there who think, is wondering, how do I start um, kind of opening up these abilities that I already know I have? Well, you know, turn around and look at what you're doing to your physical body, too, because if you can raise the vibration of the physical body, well, it just makes it easier for that spiritual body to speak to you as well. So you are dead on on that one. Well, thank you. And and that's what I've been feeling the pull to do, and I'm like, really? It's like, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to keep fighting it. Because I have realized if I, if I keep fighting it, sooner or later I'm going to cave in, so I might as well go ahead and cave in early. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's that's so true. So, and all my neighbors are like, okay, what are you doing now, Michael? I'm like, I'm extending the flower bed. So, like, wow, well, you're going to have a lot of flowers there? I said, no, it's all edible. And they're like, really? I said, yes. i got to make a little sign. It's like, please, you know, you would not want me to use the bathroom on the food you eat. Please make sure your dogs do the same. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it's- true. Yeah, because if you're going to have an edible uh, in the front yard anyways, at least, you know, put a little sign out or whatever and let the people know. It's like, uh, please don't let your uh, your pets uh, use my garden as a, um, as a be- uh, you know, bathroom. Yeah. yeah, we all like fertilizer, but not that kind. So. Yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't work the same way. So. No, because we have some <laughs> who, you know, they don't, they'll go ahead on those retractable leashes. Mm-hmm. And they'll let the dogs go all the way up into the yards where they're going ahead and digging into flower beds and all. It's like, really? Yeah. Would you want them doing that to yours? Why are you doing it to your neighbors? So. Yeah. yeah, no, that is not not very polite. No. So, but um, it's it's interesting. Just uh, you know, doing a little bit can make a big difference. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and it's it's uh, not never too early to start. I know we think it's winter and everything, but there's prep work that can be done during the winter if you're. If you're in an area that's not snow covered, there's things you can do in advance. You can even, even if you do live in a in a very cold climate, you could start some seeds inside, and get them really going and ready to transplant for spring. Certain things do very well like that, and you just need to do a little research and figure it out. And it's also fun for the kids too. Put little peas, pea pods, and cups and things like that, and then you'll have a head start for spring. Yeah. Because I know, like, Walmart and Home Depots, uh, you know, I know here in Florida they have them out already, uh, the seed starting kits and all that. Yeah. And they've got the self-watering ones where you go ahead and follow directions, and it's got, like, a, a water mat that's like a sponge. Yep. Those It'll keep mat. them. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they have those great little peat pot things you can use. And there's all kinds of stuff. You can go online if you don't want to spend money on new products and you're you're crafty and like to recycle. You can go online and, and look at the things you already have at home that you can use to start seeds in or plants or just in, and really kind of get into that upcycling and recycling fun. So yeah, actually um, and have it some, teaches your kids good yeah. stuff. 
actually have some peppers um, I started um, inside of uh, the egg carton. Yeah. I put yep, some, uh, you know, some starter uh, soil inside there, put some seeds in there, and they're growing in there. Mm-hmm. I've seen milk cartons used for different things. I've seen some creative use of old, um, like, two-liter uh, soda bottles turned on their side, and the center is cut out, and they're actually used for um, for starting plants. People have hung them as well. There's some really, really neat stuff you can do with, yeah. I guess you'd say, trash and yep. really just make it usable again. So that you just have to get creative, and, heck, that's what the Internet's for. Use it. <laughs> you know, oh, that's amazing. Good. Yeah, there's amazing yeah. stuff out there. Even recycling newspaper, you can go ahead and make those peat pots out of newspaper. Yep. I've seen um, like hanging gardens made out of uh, rain gutters yep. and uh, things, you know, old pallets used to start herbs and things and have herbs almost like a vertical garden using, uh, and there's many things you can do vertically if you only have maybe a little backyard or a terrace or something. There's definitely ways that you can kind of go up the wall with things, and you'd really be surprised at how, how much you can get in a tiny, on, on even maybe just a tiny little terrace in a in a condo. You know, oh, you yeah. can do things. So it's not you just limited take... to people who have a backyard. No, because you can go ahead and in so many places, um, you know, if you ask them if they have any pallets available, a lot of them throw them away. Oh yeah. So you can go ahead and recycle those and follow the directions online, and you can grow your herb garden, you know, lettuce and you know other greens and all on there, the whole bit. So um, yeah, I was thinking of doing some of those myself if if need be. Yeah. You know, even uh, growing something, uh, you know, along the fence. Yeah. I mean, I've seen everything from old shoes being used to, like I said, the soda bottles milk jugs for the upside-down tomato plants, or you take the gallon jug and have the plant grow out the bottom of it, and just some really, really neat stuff. So uh, you just got to get a little creative. Yeah, it depends on, you know, how bizarre you want to get. I mean, being here in Florida, I've, and I'm in the country in a way, and I've actually seen uh, people use old toilets. Yep. Hey, if it'll hold soil and has proper drainage, why not? Yeah, they've they've used the, the commode part and the water area in the back, and um, you know drilled some holes in the water one and um, had plants grown out of those. I'm like, okay, to each his own, but you know, it works. I have um, in my backyard. I got some tires for free from my um, from my uh, car dealer and made a I guess you'd say a um, stacked garden, and we painted the tires and uh, the, I put bo- I put some wood in the bottom. But they filled them all full of dirt, and it's wonderful because the tires hold the heat in the winter, so I can grow a little bit longer. And uh, they're pretty because now they're painted, but it made a nice little stacked garden in an area of my yard that wasn't really suitable for gardening at the time. And uh, so she said, what do you want these 12 tires for? And I said, well, you'll see. I'll send you some pictures. And I built this stack of them, and I just love them. And it's just like you said, the rubber will hold the heat, and it seems to work real well. And you can actually use them for tires for a lot of other things. If you go online and look, they make nice um, sort of raised beds for individual plants. And it keeps some of the critters out because you know I have hens and they like to rip up stuff. So sometimes I need to be a little more protective with plants so they don't go in and rip things up. So you'd just be surprised what you ha- what you can get for free and reuse oh, yeah. and even make pretty and creative in your yard as well. So it doesn't look like you've 
got a junkyard out there, but you can you can get pretty creative. And right now with me extending the flower beds out, because I have four hens in the back, but they're in a run yeah. um, because we have to keep them confined. And um, so I've taken all the grass that I've uprooted and throwing it in there with them, and they're just having a blast. Yep, 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 yep. They love to scratch and dig and do all kinds of stuff. So and that's great for the soil as well. Yep. So, yeah, I actually create like a little compost pile inside the run. Yep. So after a while I'll, I can go in there and dig all that, you know, scrape all that top, um, stuff out and go ahead and put that in a garden and, you know, recycling and reusing. And don't you just feel real good when you come in from working outside for a little while and you just, even if it's cold, you've gotten some air, you've kind of gotten grounded and centered and just back in touch, and then you come inside and do your inside work and you just feel sort of renewed. So, oh, yeah. I mean, and I know that's not for everybody, but if, you know, people are willing to give it a try, they might might find their version of getting back to nature. So, Kim, I, th- yep. I just encourage and it's, people uh, to do that. Uh, it's very relaxing, an easy way to meditate, just go ahead and just getting lost in the moment and not thinking of anything. Yeah. Uh, you, know, any- <laughs> you, can, you definitely do that raking. You just start raking that topsoil, and the next thing you know, you just are completely zen. So. Yep. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. true. And, you know, no matter what you do, and, uh, you can reuse anything. And um, I even have one of those um, towering waterfalls. Yep. Uh, that's got like a little pond in the bottom. And what I did was in each of the little landing spots in the uh, tower part, I put uh, watercress. Oh, yeah. And the whole wall now is just all green. And my neighbor's like, what is that? I said, watercress. They're like, wow, what a neat idea. I said, yeah, it likes running water. And But it's just very relaxing just even tending to that and having the water falling below and, and hearing that. And very, uh, you know, like you said, very zen. And if I recall uh, my herbal knowledge, I believe watercress is a good for as a blood purifier. I'd have to look it up, but I, I yes. believe it has something to do with purifying the blood. So it's a good thing to munch on as well. And uh, I got to tell you though, the last time we talked, we were t- talking a little bit about feng shui, and you had moved your fish tank, and you know saw abundance. And you said re- you reminded us that you're supposed to leave the lid open. So after we got off the phone, I realized my fish tank is in the proper portion of my house, but the lid was closed. So I cracked that lid open with a big old piece of, um, what did I have, smoky quartz. I just happened to have that right above the shelf, and I have this big, big hunker um, cluster of smoky quartz. And I cracked that lid open, and would you, you know it, that week I started booking and booking and booking appointments. It was crazy, and I'm thinking, <laughs> I need to. I have got that thing cracked open. Boy, what's yeah. going to happen if I open it all the way or take the dang lid off the fish tank? So, uh, but it actually did do something. It was no joke. I, I, I thought, ooh, that's in the right corner already. I don't have to move it. All right, and uh, just, just pop that lid open. So, there is something to the whole increasing the proper energy flow in your house. So. So for yeah. all of you that have a fish tank, make sure it's in the right spot. Make sure that lid's open, and then and then don't watch watch your abundance flow in. So cool. But, yeah, but that's what you, I've got. Thank I have you for to do that with. that advice because I did not know that. Yeah, that's uh, it's, uh, you know, was reading on what to go ahead and do, and and I said, well, I'm going to do it, and it worked, so I, I got to share it. Yeah. So now that's what I have to do once I get the flower beds all situated because it's going to be pretty much planting time here in Florida. Uh, but next thing is going to be, um, you know, pr- 
probably moving the water fountain to a different area in the yard or making another one because I have an extra small pump. So I'll go ahead and, um, you know, add one um, into the backyard someplace and see where I need to go ahead and add to it. And and once again, I have seen the most uh, creative and incredible uh, little water fountains online and just by reusing things that you never would have thought of. So... Oh, so good luck to you on that one. I'd love to love to see that that one when you're finished with it. Well, thank you. So, um, have you been to any? Had any events that you've been to lately? Well, actually, uh, I had a fun one that I went to last night at Sharon Pugh's house, and you know Sharon from your show yes. in the past. And she had a wonderful gallery session over there, and that was a blast. And then, of course, because I read horses and animals. She asked me to talk to a few people about um, their their critters, and we did, and just met some really, really wonderful people. Um, I've got a small gallery uh, reading coming up in my home uh, this Saturday, so of course you'd have to be in the Georgia area to come to that one, uh, but I'll be having more of those in the near future, and hopefully we can get larger venues, because I really do enjoy doing um, galleries. And then the only other thing that's really been going on with me is I had actually, uh, through just happenstance, ended up taking a look at a missing persons case recently. And um, I don't normally work missing persons because you really should be working with the police at this point um, to do that. I mean, or else you're just, you know, doing it for yourself. But I got the most incredible information, including physical addresses and things, and I've been trying to get in touch with uh, the the county where this girl is to give them the information. I've emailed it to them, but of course, sometimes when they find out where the information's coming from, they don't always want to take a look. But it has been weighing heavily on my mind, and so I'm working through that um, issue and trying to help um, help find this this girl or whoever is responsible for making her um, disappear. So that's just been a huge part of my life. But event-wise, um, it's just basically working from home and doing a few local psychic fairs. So, but that's uh, that's enough to keep me busy. Well, yeah, that's definitely going to keep you busy. Yeah. Yep. So, but it's just been kind of one of those um kind of couple week periods that's just been sort of a wild ride for me. And um I'm just kind of trying to take it in stride and just enjoy the new people that I'm meeting and I work really hard to try to, I guess you'd say, understand my gifts and what I'm supposed to be doing with them. And while we may never truly understand how this part of our brain and our spirit self works, um, I spend a lot of time trying to figure it out. And in the process, um, I learn a lot and I get to help a lot of other people. So um, I just wanted to kind of put that out there to the universe and just give thanks for helping or them helping me um figure out this crazy ride. So so thank you universe. So um but uh it's just just been a wonderful few weeks and I'm just uh thankful again. I guess it's just kind of my time of year to give thanks and um thanks to you for for asking me to keep coming back on the show because I really enjoy it and I learn a lot. You know, people think that we sit here as uh, spiritual people and psychics and mediums that we're just kind of high up on our pedestal and we're here to tell you what's what. But that's not the case. I learn something from each and every reading that I do or each and every 
gallery or each and every radio show. There's something in it for me. So, again, there's another thank you out to anybody who ever lets me do a reading for them. You might never know this, but your reading teaches me something. And that's important because I'm here to learn things too, just not just dole out spiritual information. So thank you, everyone. Oh, oh thank you for joining us. Okay. Well, I'm just thrilled to be here. So. Well, how can everyone find you for a private one-on-one reading, too? Well, you can call me directly. I try to be, um, like I said, I answer my phone whenever I can during you know normal, decent business hours at 678-431-2703. Or you can go to my website, which is www.samantha-hall.com, and all my contact information is on there as well as uh, fees and all those things. And that's going to be updated real soon with a wonderful video that we're going to do uh, for this um, gallery reading that I'm doing Saturday. The reason why we're having people over to my house is purposely to film how I work. So clients, when they go to the website and they're not sure, I don't know this person, I don't know how she reads, I don't know if it's really going to be what I need, Um, it's going to help them sort of have a first-hand account of how I do work so they can determine whether I'm the person to help them or not. So that's going to be fun. So keep your eyes open and please keep checking that website probably in within about two weeks for a wonderful little video that you can, can see how I do what I do because what I do in a private reading is a bit different than what we do on the radio. So that will just help people get a little bit better idea of how, how things work. So that's, well, cool. that's that. Are you ready to take some calls? Yeah, let's see what we can do for people. Okay, let's go ahead. We're going to bring on Juanita. Hi, Juanita. Hi, Michael. How are you? Doing great there. How can we help you tonight? That's great. Well, I just kind of wanted to know if there was guidance that I needed. Okay. Now, are we looking for what you need to know, or is there something in particular that you want to know? (sighs) What I need to know. Okay, well, that's okay. That's fine. That's fine. That's, yeah. I always ask because, you know, it's radio. Like I said, we work a little different on the radio than we do. Right. Okay, so let's just take a look and let me connect with your guides and let me see what they want you to know. Okay. All righty. The first thing that they're telling me is that your stress level has increased lately. Is this correct? Oh, yeah. Okay. And let me see if they'll give me a little bit of information as to why. Do you have a son? I have four sons. Okay. Is one of the sons in particular a reason for the increased stress? No, it's not my son. Okay. Okay. Well, they, I just the only reason I asked that is because as soon as they said the stress, they show me a son. So I just wanted to make sure, if, see if there was a connection with that. Okay. And so let me ask them kind of, you know, what does she need to know? Where... Um, there's, they're showing me that there's actual multiple areas in your life that you kind of need a little bit of guidance on, and I'm asking them as we speak to pick one of the areas. Okay. Um, oh, I wish they wouldn't do this. All right. Um, they're actually bringing up love life. Okay. Do we want to take a look at that, or do we want to leave that one alone? Yeah, oh, we can look. <laughs> okay. That's a tough there, one. There's nothing to look at, but we can look. Okay, well, they're bringing it up. That's why I'm thinking. But you always have the option to say, you know what, I'm not ready for that right now. I don't really want to hear that. So I do give people taking a look at it. Um, 
Okay. All righty. Um, the first thing that they're showing me, and actually they're more telling me, is that, um, one, you are worthy, okay? I don't know how that fits into your life or how that fits into your feelings about yourself, but just know that that's what they're telling you, so you take that for what it's worth, okay? And and two, they're letting me know that you're not going to be alone forever. I don't know if you're in a relationship now or if you're looking for someone, but if there is a feeling of being alone or not connected as well as you would like to be to somebody that's in your life, they're just letting you know that that's, that's not the way it will be forever. So does this make sense to you? Yeah, a lot of sense. Okay. So just just know. And a lot of times when we're talking about love life and things like this, guides tend to be a little bit more generic because there is a, are a lot of factors involving love and relationships and closeness with people that we are in control right. of. So in order right. for them to say very specific things, it in the the situations of love and romance, they tend to back off a little bit unless there is something definitely specific they want you to know. But they're letting you know that um, you're definitely worthy, okay? And I don't believe you do not feel you are worthy of love, but sometimes or not worthy of love, but sometimes that is somewhere deep within us. We question why. Why do I not have this? Why is the relationship not the way it's supposed to be? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's I find not, that we're discussing this, yes. Yeah, it's uh-huh. not like it's on the surface, oh, poor me, nobody loves me, I'm not worthy. It's something deeper, and so don't worry so much about it, but they're just letting you know that it won't be like this forever. And that, well, um, they just bring up too, before they interrupt me, they tell me that you are actually a very spiritual person. Does this make sense to you? Yes. Okay, you would consider yourself a very... I have to ask because sometimes people will say, well, I don't feel that way, but they're telling me that you <laughs> no, are. I am. Okay, so... And you... um, do you? They're showing me cards. Do you read cards or use cards in your personal life? I'm a psychic medium. Okay. Do you and actually, I'm like... Yeah, oh, I do healing. Okay. So you actually do... You Do you actually use cards? I have, but I... Really don't anymore. Okay. Well, they're just reminding me too um, that it even just for your personal use, just kind of here and there, that it might be something you want to take a look at. And um, they're also telling me to uh, tell you that if you're going to do that, you need to change decks. Okay, and go to a different type of deck. So I don't know what you've used before. Maybe you've used a standard Rider weight or something like that, but they're telling me they're pushing me and they're showing me images. So the images to me are more like an oracle type of deck or an angel card type of deck. And this would be pr- probably actually for your own personal use in your own life. And even though it might be an uncomfortable change, they're, they're put, they show me a push, push, but that I'm supposed to push you. <laughs> push, push, well, push. Well, 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 my, my, my friend does readings for me from one of her decks. Okay. So I'm wondering if they're referring to her readings for me. Now, um, they're, put, they're talking about you. And, and like I said, this is more for you, for your own personal, when you have questions where you're not sure what to do. They're just showing you another direction that you can utilize. You are perfectly welcome to say, no, I don't want a new deck. I don't want to do things differently. You know, obviously, you have a choice in whatever you do, right, right. but they're showing they're showing me a more, um, I guess you'd say, a more picturesque desk, deck rather than something very, um, I guess you'd say, just more deep like a like a traditional rider weight or something like that. It's something that's a little more light, a little more um, airy, I guess is the word they keep showing me. 
So uh, just consider that if you're out and something jumps out at you and think, oh, I kind of like that deck. Think about grabbing that deck for yourself. Um, okay. Um, they do let me know. Are you are you reading currently because they're telling me that your people love you? I I read for my friends and I've read on blog dive. I've read on Michael's show. Okay. Um, because they're telling me that I'm people not love right you. now. I'm okay. not right now because I'm trying to get on a. Uh, I'm connecting with a new um, psychic place okay. that's going on. I'm trying to, yes. Okay. Well, this would make sense to me why they're saying, you know, people love you. If they liked you before, they're still going to like you, and yay. Let me ask about that, too, and if they can be a little bit specific about that. You have questions? Are you actually questioning about whether that, that's going to work out for you? Because, hold on, show me. You actually have a choice on whether you want to do that or not, and you're, they're showing me you like being on the fence. Are you unsure about whether you want to keep doing that? Um, well, it's, um, I watch my grandchildren. Okay, because they're actually telling me that they're not going to, they're, boy, they're very, pointing the finger, they're they're telling me, we're not going to make that decision for you. So I'm sorry, but if if you're on the fence on whether you want to kind of go in that direction, it's going to be a real matter of you just sort of, I guess you say figuring it out because they're not going to answer that one for you, unfortunately. But um, I can't mm-hmm. imagine imagine why, but it would just be up to you on whether it's convenient for you or not. Well, but because I'm going more into the healing modes. Okay. That's what I want to do my business uh-huh. with is the healing. Okay. All righty. Um, and that's that's a wonderful wonderful thing to do as well. Um, let me ask about that. Do you do you want me to ask about that, or are you just are you pretty sure about what you're you're doing healing wise? Well, you could ask them. Okay, thank you. Um, they're showing me a thank you. I hear the words too. Okay, they're showing me a second modality on top of Reiki. Do you do something else? Because if you don't, they're showing me a second yeah. modality that will be involved in this. Yes, I do drumming. Okay, okay. Then they're showing that second modality is something that's definitely going to fit into your healing healing work and then they're saying go ahead go ahead come come forward um all right they're showing me to it's not necessarily a partnership but working with somebody originally and then moving on to working um solo okay does does this make sense to you oh yeah yeah almost almost like going in with somebody or coming into somebody else's studio but then they're showing me that that's um, if things progress the way you want them to, it would actually go almost into like your own private practice, private studio without another person, without other uh, somebody else. And that, of course, again, is subject to whether you truly want to do that or not. But it's showing me as they're showing me that as an option and a, I guess you'd say, a path that would be uh, beneficial to you if you choose to go down that way. Okay? But it doesn't look like there's anything. Um, that they're showing me that's negative or in your way. Uh, it's really just a matter of you taking a look at the factors in your terrestrial life to see if this works which way, which in, in a way that you want it to work, and I don't um, don't see any problems with that. Okay? All right. You, you should be on your way. Do you okay. see anything about a move soon? Okay. Show me. 
Come forward. I'm sorry, I'm oh no, you're fine. It's just everybody's guides in the last day or so wanted to want to kind of be several steps back, and I have to pull them forward because I'm like I can't hear you all the way back there. You guys got to step forward. Okay. Okay. Um, what they're telling me is it's not particularly a good thing to do. Is this a move something that you really wanted or needed? Ah, uh, yeah, because I'm living with my daughter right now. She's okay. probably the one that you saw. It's not my son, it's my daughter. Okay. Is there a reason why it would be not particularly a good thing to to do as, as far as to move, or is it more in her benefit that you don't move? Uh, her benefit. Okay. Well, in that case, you'll have to have to have a little chat with your guides and let them know that you want to, <laughs> and it's going to happen. Okay, but they're just showing me that. That's exactly what they said. It's not particularly. It's not a don't do it or, oh, this is terrible. It's just not particularly. And it's one of those things that sometimes you have to do the thing before you can figure out what it is they're talking about. Right. And, but just give it a second thought if, if or, or maybe re, I guess you say rethink how you want to move and when and then go ahead and make the move. I think it will fall into place and you'll understand at that point. Okay? I kind of understand it right now. Okay. I think they're saying not for a little bit. Okay, because there may be a reason why she needs you. Okay. Or there is, and it's my benefit too. Okay. Why? Okay, well, as long as it makes sense to you, it's your information, it's not supposed to necessarily make sense to me. So right. as, as long as you know what to do with it, it's all good. Okay. <laughs> oh, I well, thank you very much. I appreciate you're, it. You're hey. welcome, and thanks for calling in. All right. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome, dear. Let us know how everything goes, okay? All right, dear. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. You know, guides are not always very specific, and there's a reason for that. Oh, goodness. I have feedback. Sorry, my phone's feeding back on me. That's okay. Okay. It could also be yeah, the last thing I want to do is hear my own voice again <laughs> at the end of the day. I, I hate hearing my own voice. So I make a recording and I have to uh, you know, listen back. I'm like, oh, my God, I sound terrible. But what people need to understand, too, is that guides aren't here to necessarily tell us every single step to take and force us to do it. They're here to guide us, okay? We have the choice on whether we want to follow that guidance, or, or test the waters on our own. So just because a psychic or a spiritual person says your guides are saying this, it is, a, it is a guidance. It's not necessarily concrete. You have free will. You have a choice to say, you know what, I know that might be the right thing to do, but I'm going to try this anyway. I'm going to do it a different way. And you're, it's okay. They will be with you even if you do something completely outside of what they're guiding you to do. That's what they're there for. So, But it's all in how we look at the information that we're given to us. Now, if you're given information that's that they're screaming at me, this is what somebody needs to do, I'll tell you how it's coming through. But you still have a choice on whether you want to listen to it or not. So just please take that into account whenever you're having a reading with somebody, that you, this is your life, it's your information, it's yours to do with as you please. So I like to remind people of that because it's a big responsibility to hand out spiritual information to people. And there are people out there who feel like if it's handed to them, they have to follow it. 
You don't have to do anything, whether I tell you, whether your guides tell you directly. You don't have to do anything, but it's just information to think about while you're on your path. Cool. Well, let's see what we can do for Andy in Kansas. Hi, Andy. Hey, Michael. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you, dear? Good, 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 good. Thanks so much for taking my call. Oh, it's our pleasure. How can we help you tonight? Well, I just wanted to call and ask if there were um, some messages for me for the semester. Um, I'm going full tilt through school, but have some people who are experiencing some ill health around me and lots of other stuff. And, you know, I have to do a fair amount of tedious things, which we all do in life, and just looking to kind of increase um, the joy potential a bit um, this semester in the midst of all the other stuff going on. So I wondered if there was any messages for me. Okay. Now let me take a look for a minute. For some reason this evening it's taking me kind of a second to really connect with, with people's guides. And I know it's a little hard when we're on the radio, but if you just bear with me for a second. Um, no problem. Okay, now, wow, we got all these spiritual, spiritual people. Do you do spiritual work as well? Do you do something in the spiritual field on top of what you're doing in the terrestrial world? Um, no, not not overtly. I, I kind of do my own practice, you know, That's, privately. Yes, okay. Now, I'm not talking necessarily professionally, but there is something that you do. Do you know what is it, if you don't mind me asking? Is it meditation? Oh, no, not at all. Um, so meditation, I'm a second-degree Reiki practitioner, and I have been starting to do some Casey, Edgar Casey remedies um, here at home on my own. Okay. And, and the reason why I asked you to elaborate is so people that are listening can understand, too, that when I, the way sure. that when I say I'm getting this sort of spiritual vibe from you, and it's not just because you're calling into it, a psychic show not everybody does this kind of work but i'm like this is the second person who has that sort of really into it energy on them so i just wanted to clarify to see exactly what that was so i know like i said i learned stuff from my clients so i know what it is that i'm feeling when i just kind of get that vibe so now i know Mm -hmm. okay so we want to take a look at we want to ask your guides if you're on the right path as far as school or or is is that what we're looking at I think I'm on the right path as far as school. It's just that I've not found my groove, so to speak, yet. Um, You know, I think there are several things that I can contribute. I'm just kind of still struggling with. um, There's a. They're showing me. What's the thing I'm supposed uh, to do? They're showing me. I guess you would say, and I only know this in, in, I guess you'd say, regulation college terms. We'll call it a change of minor in there. So you're on the right okay. path and doing what you do, but there's like a sub-genre of what it is you're in school for that needs to shift or change just a little bit in order for it to really okay. click for you. Does that make sense? Okay. What exactly are you in school for? Because I heard one thing and I'm, I just don't feel like it's correct. <laughs> uh, I'm working towards a PhD in um, nursing research. Oh, okay, um, and- no wonder it was nursing. <laughs> Sorry, I just like, why is that not feeling? I heard nursing, but it wasn't quite right. Well, it's because that's an well, advanced nursing. Okay, there's something yeah, along it's not the clinical the, side. Yeah, 
Okay, that's why, again, this helps that people understand and helps me understand. I'm like, why do I feel this is right, but it's not right? That's why, yeah. because it's not what you would right. traditionally think of like an RN or an LPN. Right. Okay. Right. So that, that exactly. helps me a lot. So, but there is a, I guess you'd say a minor. Like if you're in college, this would be almost like, I'm going to change my minor. This is what is going to, um, I guess you'd say, click with you. Once you tweak that a little bit and find that niche, you'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, this is it. So I'm not sure what your area of focus is, oh, cool. but it's something that you have sort of yet to take a look at. And they're actually, actually, that's not true. They're telling me that it's something you have looked at and you've discarded, you've discounted, and you'll probably come back around to it. It was just the way it was shown to you the first time um, was not appealing. Something has to change okay. in your life before you go back to it and go, oh, now I, I'm, I think I could get into that, and it'll make a difference. Okay. Um, and as far as, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And as far as um, when I say the word joy to them and joy potential, as is the term you used, um, they want you to know, uh, you're going to love this and hate me, um, they were telling me you're entirely responsible for that. So, Absolutely. So if, <laughs> I sorry, take full responsibility um, for it. When, no, that's when, all right. When you want to increase that, uh, they are, they're, they're very nice. I, I do like these guides. They're very nice, but they're just like, she is, that's all on her. She's all responsible for that. But they're also telling me it's not a problem for you because you have the ability to f- see the joy in pretty much everything. Um, is any part of your work dealing with, I guess you'd say, hospice or end-of-life care serious? Um, I'll, I'll tell you, um, it's similar to that. My mentor okay. works with folks with dementia, Alzheimer's. Okay. All right, let so, me ask them a little you know, to be a little yeah. more clear because they brought that up, and I want to know if they're saying that is where you need to be or that's the part that needs to be tweaked. Okay, um, they're clever. They make you work, too. Um, they're telling me that that, that – how, how do you guys want to say that? Um, okay, well, this is what they say to me. That's really going to open your eyes. Okay, that's how they put it to me. So I'm not sure exactly how far into this you've gotten or how much work you've done in this, but that area of your learning, they're telling me that's really going to open your eyes, and I'm not sure. Thank you. Um, it's actually going to open your eyes, they're telling me, on a spiritual level. Okay. Yes. So just, just okay. be um, aware of that as you get into that section of your work, that there's going to be um, kind of an eye-opener on that one, and it may change your life in the spiritual aspect doesn't mean you'll change your schooling or anything like that regarding hospice but it's going to open your eyes in a big way and um and and that should be you know in in a very exciting way too it's not detrimental or scary or anything it's just going to be a very important learning process to you is your mother passed or is she still here no my mother's still here okay who is this woman <clears throat> Sorry, I'm trying to. I got just got hit in the face with the mother figure, and I'm not sure who this woman is. So, let me take a look. Ellen, Ellen. Sometimes people come through that not necessarily for you, and I just usually kick them out um, if they're <laughs> in here. I just got this mother figure, and I got like an Ellen, Eleanor, somebody like that. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm gonna have to ask her to back off a little bit because I don't know what she wants to know. Um, is, do you have any other nurses in your family? Because I just want to tell you what this woman goes. She goes, I was the best nurse ever. 
I do have other nurses in my family. I have a couple of cousins um, okay. who are nurses. Anybody asked? I'm just kind of trying to figure um, out who this woman is. I'm I mean, sorry, not that I'm aware, not that I'm aware of, but you know, it's a large family on one side, and there could be a lot of people I wasn't aware of. We'll just just take a look that this person comes through. Because I'm talking to you, I will make the assumption that she is for you, because, like I said, this is this. I'm in a small space. I've locked it down. I've asked that only friends, family, people related, guides, you know, only the right people for the right person come through. But this woman, it's like a. Ellen, Helen, Eleanor, Elle, it'll sound like that, but she's a very motherly figure, and she goes, I was the best nurse ever. And so <laughs> she's, just know that this person in spirit, whether she's family, whether you know her or not, is part of your guidance. She's part of your guts, you'd say, your, your backing that lets you know that, you know, they're there for you and they're, 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 they're doing their work. So this, this lady is Great. definitely around you. And you may notice her more. You may... She may be part of the eye-opener in the future. I don't know. But she's, she's definitely a strong woman. She's like, that's the best nurse ever. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Well, I'm glad you think I, so. I, I start a sequence of coursework um, actually in the fall that's a little bit different than what I've been doing, and it's a little bit more geared towards clinical trial research. Okay. There are um, also... Sorry, I'm just wanting to let you know that they're also going sure. to let you know. And, you know, like I said, we're always in charge of whatever we want to do. But they're showing me that um, in the future, assuming you stay on this path, that you will be teaching some aspect of what it is that you eventually study. Okay. Oh, that, okay. And that, okay. So I don't know if you had ever planned on teaching or if this is going to be something that pops up in your life, but definitely – um, you will be as knowledgeable on this subject as anybody, and you will definitely be teaching what it is that you learn. So don't worry about, about oh, wow. that. And, and, okay. and that's entirely up to you in what aspect. Where, you know, teaching doesn't always mean in a classroom. It doesn't always mean in a university. But there's something about uh, this whole uh, clinical issue of nursing that you will be teaching. So, okay. so take that okay. with you and uh, teach away. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome, and good luck to you. Thanks. Well, Thank you, Michael. Go, You're welcome, dear. Have a I good will. night. Have a great night. You too. Bye-bye. People pop in, and most of the time I kind of ignore them unless they're really, really loud. So and this woman was kind of funny. She's the best nurse ever. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Glad yep. you think so. <laughs> yeah, that's what... Um, Usually names are a little difficult for me to get sometimes, but um, I did. A, I was over at a house on Thursday, and I use it now as an example to show how my how everything's opened up so much more. And a woman's like, "Well, you know, I was just wondering who it is that's here." So all of a sudden, I'm like, "Okay, who's Richard? Who's Mary or Marianne? And who's um, Joanne?" Just like that, all three, all three names all at once. She goes, well, Richard's my husband who deceased. Mary is my mother. She says, and Joanne <laughs> is sister. I said, well, all three of them are here right now. And she's like, oh, okay. And the person that was there with me, she goes, wow, you got those names quick. I said, they're just pop, pop, pop. All three of them let me know they're here. Yeah. And it's, it's funny how people come through and why they come through and why some are very strong and some are more quiet. And I have to tell you about a little experience that I had over a psychic fair a little while ago. I'm not sure 
uh, if we had talked about this before or not, if I don't think I've been on since then, but I was sitting next to um, just two feet away or three feet away from a, another psychic, and then there was a gentleman across from me about ten feet away doing readings, and a couple came in, and the woman got a reading from the lady next to me, and the gentleman went across to the gentleman and had his reading. Well, I was sitting there because I didn't have a client at the time, and I couldn't help but overhear, and I'm seeing and hearing this son standing next to the woman. And he's talking, and I'm taking notes because I'm thinking, why is this woman not picking up the son? She's dead on with everything else. And I'm thinking, have I lost my mind? What's going on here? So I just took down the notes, and eventually the psychic picked up the son. The mother, the tears started flowing, and I thought, okay, phew, all right, we got the son. She's got what she's here for. And I left the room just to, you know, kind of give him some space because, you know, it's kind of hard not to overhear. And um, when I came back in and the readings were all over, I asked the gentleman who was reading across from me, I said, I know those two people came in together, they husband and wife. And he said, yes, they were. And I said, did the gentleman want to connect with the son, his departed son? And, and the reader said, yes, he did. But I could only get his uncle and his father. The son wasn't there. And I said, do you realize that the son was 10 feet away from you over here with mom, talking to mom, getting mom's in, in attention and saying, just going on and on and on to mom. So I, I, I saw the bigger picture for once about why certain people come through, why we can't just reach through the ether and grab who you want. They may not be available. They may be talking to somebody else, but they're there. So just just kind of as a learning um, and informational experience for your readers, if you ever go to so- or your listeners, if you ever go to somebody and they can't seem to connect with who you're looking for, there is a spiritual reason why, and it's not because they're a bad medium or a bad psychic. It's because that person is just simply not available. When you pick up the phone to call somebody, they're not always available to you. They don't always answer the phone for you, even though they're around somewhere and you know it. So just know that, too, when you have a reading with someone and you're looking specifically for a certain family member to come through, that although we can't see exactly what's going on on the other side, we do know um, that they're there. We just have to kind of wait till they're available to us. So keep trying. Try another another medium on another day and and see if then they can bring through who you really need to speak to. Yeah, that fits in so well. Yeah, well, it makes sense for me. And and that's what I tell a lot of people, too, is I said, you know, just because we're in spirit doesn't mean we don't have things to do there. It's not like we're sitting around playing pinochle or cards or playing bingo. You know, just waiting for someone, you know, to say, oh, I want to connect with them, I want to see what's going on. Yeah. You know, we're growing and you know, doing things. And some people, you know, some spirits um, have actually transitioned back and are mm-hmm. back here again uh, living. Although I think usually it takes a little time for that to happen, just yeah. for the communication part because of it. But, um, you know, it, it does happen with sometimes, you know, it's like, you know, they may you know, they may not be around. They may have been reborn again. And that was just such a unique experience to be sitting literally between these two psychics and watching it all go on and going, Oh, now I get it. The son yeah. is over here going, 
my mom worries about everybody, and oh my gosh, she needs a new kitchen. And any time I was hungry, I'd just say, Mom, I'm hungry, and she'd make me a sandwich. And I'm like, no wonder why he wasn't talking to Dad. For some reason, he really needed to get through to Mom. He just wasn't available to Dad. So understand that they have other things to do as well. Just like when you choose to not answer the phone when somebody's calling and you know who it is, or you miss a call, it's because you're busy. They're doing other stuff too. So, you know, cut 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 the medium some slack a little because we can't always get who you want. And I had another experience at a fair where a woman wanted to connect with her daughter, and I knew she did before she even walked over and sat down. I knew that's what she wanted. I had written daughter on the paper, and when she sat down, uh, I could see the daughter several steps behind her, but this woman was so overwhelmed with grief that as an empath I almost couldn't get past her grief and I kept asking the daughter to come forward, and she wouldn't. And so after a few minutes, we realized that, you know what, I'm not going to get too far with this. Let's try another medium. So we went across the room in the fair to somebody else. This woman got through and found out what the issue was and what the grief was, and I truly believe that this deceased daughter knew that I wasn't the person to talk to today that she would get a little farther by using somebody else. And she knew it. That's why she wasn't stepping forward and just telling me everything. So there's also a reason, to why sometimes a medium um, can't get what you need. And, and that's okay. Try somebody else because they are there and they do want to communicate. We just kind of have to find the right people that jive together in order to get you the messages from your loved ones that you need. So don't get frustrated if you try somebody and it's just not a good fit so and just just kind of like a i guess you'd say it's a, a psychic public service announcement for yeah your it's, a, it's almost like you want to add sound effects when you're calling you know doing uh, the readings to connect someone's spirit it's like okay bring bring so okay wait a minute, they're not answering it out there maybe we can leave them a message it's like oh nope they turned the answer machine off and we want so badly to help you connect but you know, what people need to realize, too, if they're not uh, familiar with this work, is that um, it's difficult. Sometimes people are very clear. I had a gentleman come through speaking to his wife and his mother. Wouldn't stop talking for 30 minutes. It was like he was standing right there talking right in my ear, complete sentences and everything. And then I have other people, it's almost as if they're talking through water. And that's why I say, come closer, come closer. You're going to have to speak really loud and very clearly. And I don't quite understand how the ether works, but sometimes it's clear and sometimes it's not. When I do readings, um, sometimes people's guides are very specific. Others will almost talk in metaphors sometimes. They, I guess you'd say they make me work for it because that's the way their person needs to grasp the information. So I've figured that out over time as well. And sometimes people's guides are really making them learn. They're not going to hand you the answers. They're making you learn on this path. So I'm like, I'd love to be able to tell you they're saying this is what you need to do, step one, two, and three. But they're not. They're telling me that you're going to have to figure it out. So um, it's, it's, it's a fun job. And it's a wonderfully fulfilling job, but it's not easy. So uh, we do the best we can. So y'all give us a, cut us some slack <laughs> sometimes, especially when it's late at night. So. Oh yes. 
Mm. Well, we'll go ahead and we'll grab one more call and we'll take okay. a short break. Sure. Let's bring on Yolanda from Texas. Hi, Yolanda. Hi, how are you? Doing great there. How can we help you tonight? Well, um, I wanted to see if um, by any chance if there's any moves that I have coming um, and in relationships, if, you know, if there's anything I need to know. Okay. Um, first of all, I just want to let you know, <laughs> they are saying they have been trying to get through to you. Okay. Are you not <laughs> listening to your guidance? Do you feel like you keep getting up against walls and making wrong decisions? Yes. Okay, because they're like, we have been trying to get through to her. Thank goodness somebody's finally listening. Okay, so let's take a look at that. At least I know I've got your people, and they're talking about you. Okay, and so Great. we're looking at a move. Um, they're telling me that you keep, and for you, they're, again, showing me almost images and pictures. They keep telling me that you keep digging in your heels. What are you almost stopping yourself from doing? It's like you try to take a step forward, but then you put your own heels in and say, no, I'm not going anywhere. Do you know what those things are, or do we need to take a deeper look? Mm, yeah, you can take a deeper look. Okay, let's take a look at this one. Okay. First of all, they're bringing up finances. They're telling me that oh. you have, and you're going to disagree with me on this one, and that's okay, uh, because I'm just telling you what they're telling me. Um, they're telling me that you've had some opportunities to change, increase, or move finances, and you've done the almost like getting in your own way. You've either said no to opportunities or no, I don't want that job or something. Does this make any sense to you? Uh, no, because I'm self-employed. Okay. Have you had opportunities <laughs> to increase business or do something differently that would increase finances or change your finances? Um, well, I started school, but I had I had to stop because of finances. Okay, but they're showing me, and I know this one might be a little bit hard to figure out and you may have to sleep on it, but what they're showing me is that, I guess I'll just tell you exactly how they say, you've had opportunities to change or increase and you've and they're saying point blank you got in your own way. Okay, so basically you've had things that you could have done, um, mm-hmm. and it's okay, nobody's saying, oh, you did it so wrong or anything, but they're just saying mm-hmm. that this is, this, the, the bottom line is you got in your own way. Okay. okay. So let me see if they're they're going to show me or tell me a way that that can be changed. Um, okay. Um, they're bringing up the, when I ask how can that be changed? What does she need to do? Because I don't know exactly what you do for a living or anything like that. Um, hold on. Back up. Back up. I almost I started to write and then I lost it. Um, okay. They're, they're, they're bringing up again, um, and this happens for a lot of people, there's just some fears. You made decisions based out of, I guess you'd say, a fear. And fear does decisions based on fear can almost be like um, you have to drop out of school because you're afraid that you won't have enough time, afraid you won't have enough money, afraid it's not the right thing to do type of thing. So we're not talking about man anxiety or anything. We're just talking about these normal everyday fears. Does that okay. make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. And then what else are we looking at here? Hold on, hold on. Um, okay, did you want to know a little bit more about school, or are we looking at something else? They got me off track. Um, we can look at something else, that's fine. Okay, anything in particular? Um, or do you want me to ask them what you need to know? Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, thank you. All righty. You ready for this one? 
Okay. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to figure out where this fits in in your life, but I tell you, and I quote, they need to say, they've told me, you need to get out of the house. <laughs> okay. Is that a physically you need to get out and move, or are they talking about more like socially and and, and I would like say that? socially, yes. Okay. Um, that's what they want you to know. Is you And I wrote it down in quotes. You need to get out of the house. Okay. That's very um, true. Okay. And that's. Uh, how you do that is entirely up to you. Um, okay. And have you experienced recently kind of, I, and I use the words, uh, friends sort of pulling away from you? Yes. Okay, because they're saying friends pull away. Um, and that can go back to needing to get out of the house, almost to open up, let these friends back, or even new friends, if there's a reason why these friends have pulled away. If you purposely cut ties, that's fine. But they're saying, mm-hmm. you know, kind of get out of the house because they're showing me you receding into yourself. Um, and that can, we can do that sometimes when we're really busy with work or really busy with school. We're so focused on ourselves. But there's an aspect of you that sort of needs to be social and that needs to reach out to people just a little bit more in order to kind of find a little bit of balance if that makes any okay. sense to you. So yes, it does. At your at your own pace and your own comfort level, consider what they're telling you to get out of the house and you know, reach out and just have more input and more friends. You uh they're telling me to and I'm not sure what format that you do this, but you're t- they're telling me you actually seek a lot of spiritual guidance. Do you find yourself using uh do you have a particular reader or psychic or cards or something that you use a lot? Um, well, I had a particular reader, but I haven't seen her in, I would say, a couple months. Okay. Did you use her? And when I mean a lot, I mean, like, more than, you know, once every six months or so. This is um, So they're just saying that, um, they're showing me that that was a, I guess you'd say, an avenue for you. And they're going back to the fear of that's within us sometimes. It's within everybody. Mm-hmm. And trust me, I've got my own fears. Uh, that um, that that's okay. You you can utilize people, but they're saying, of course, make sure you let go of a little bit of fear and sort of trust your own guidance and your own answers that you receive. So you know, I would never okay. tell people don't call me because then I'd be out of business. But yeah, I would sure. also tell people, you know, you do have the answers within you and pull pull on those um, guides and those angels and those support that's behind you to to really, I guess you'd say, uh, confirm your own mm-hmm. decision making process and let go of fears of making quote the wrong decision and just make decisions. Because okay, you're good at that. About, Obviously, um, if you own your own business, you make your make decisions. But this is um, this would be more geared toward, I guess you'd say, personal life rather than business life. But it does come okay. into play in business too. You ask yourself all the time: um, Is this what I should do? Is this the right thing to do? Hmm. Should I do that? Should I do that? You you actually play it through your head. Is this correct? Correct. Very, very yeah. correct. You, you you play it through your head in pretty much in every decision. When you're writing a check, when you're balancing your checkbook, when you're making an order, when you're when you're yeah, when you're a couple of times. You you ask yourself, and that's not a bad thing to do. I mean, that's actually a very good thing. That's a very wise business thing to do. But go with your instinct and go with that guidance. So when, when you make a decision, um, try not to second guess. Um, just okay. trust yourself a little bit more is what they're saying. Thank you. Trust you. Just trust yourself. And then you'll find a little freedom in that. And relationship-wise? Okay. Um, they're telling me there's somebody already in your life. Who is this person? 
uh, I've been with him for about five months already. Okay. And we want to look to see what? Give me a parameter. If there is a future, um, you know, because we were making plans and stuff like that, uh, will it happen? Okay, when, and, and let's, let, let me help you understand and help people who are listening understand. When we say future, we almost need to know what are you thinking. When you say future, are you thinking long-term marriage, family, children, or do you mean future as in a nice dating relationship for the next year? No so, long-term future. So long-term and what I would call a classic future. You know, this yeah. sort of storybook type of thing. So, And that's why it helps to be very um, or as specific as we can when we're asking for guidance because, uh, I mean, a future could mean, you know, six months of nice dating and then I move on. You know, mm-hmm. so let's be very specific when we're asking your guides about her future. Um, okay, hang on, I'm going to write. Um, is there a reason for this? Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, when I ask them about this future, they go, and this is so you. They're like, it could happen, okay? And they're <laughs> pulling me right back to fear. And I said, well, why? Why are you like that? And they're saying you're pulling back to fears and you're not trusting your own intuition and your own, I guess you'd say, heart. So they're not showing me anything uh, particularly wrong with this person or anything going, oh, he's bad business, he's a liar, he's this, he's that. No. But they're saying it could happen, but they're relying on you to let go of fears and trust your own guidance with this relationship. Okay. okay. Um, does he actually already have children? Yes, he does. Okay. And um, I don't know how old they are. Are they smaller or older? 12, 13? The smallest is nine. Okay. And then is there another one? And and you have nine? Nine, 13, and okay. um, 17, I believe. Okay. Well, I I, and I, I split, I split the difference because I saw a 12, so... We'll call that right down I the have middle. a 12. Okay, you've got the 12. Okay. Yeah. So let me take a look at that. Um, all right. Do you actually have questions regarding whether he's a good dad or not? Because they're showing um, me that he actually, is a good no, dad. Actually, no, I don't. Okay. I'm sorry? Because they're showing me that he is a good dad. So if there's even any deeper underlying question about, okay, let's let's transfer this and saying, would he be a good dad as a blended family? Um they're saying yes. Okay, they're showing me, they have me write good dad that he is. So if there's even a small question about whether this would be a good fit, um, that is not a problem in this relationship. The only thing that we're looking at is they're reminding me to tell you, you got to let go of any of those fears and trust your heart. Trust okay. my heart. Trust okay. your heart, trust your guidance, trust your intuition. Just like... Um, I, I, I've had the fears because he lives about an hour and a half away from okay. where I live. You fear driving? <laughs> I'm sorry? Are you fearing driving? Because if he's a good guy, he's worth the drive. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I understand, uh, but financially sometimes I can't yeah. do it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's not uh, necessarily a fear. Uh, that is the finance. Okay? Mm-hmm. So let go of it. You know, if okay. if it, if the relationship is strong and the fears are gone, things work out exactly how they're supposed to, and you'll be able to spend, whether you spend an hour a week together or 80 hours a week together, It's that's not necessarily important. It's the depth and of the relationship that matters. And so it'll be okay. So don't worry about okay. that drive. You just make that relationship 
um, as strong as you can possibly make it in, okay. in, any, in any way. And you're just going to be um, just fine. Okay? Okay. I appreciate your time and your help. Oh, no problem. And good luck to you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Good night, Yolanda. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Still got, still got you there? Yep, still have me. Okay, sometimes the phone acts a little weird and it cuts out a little bit or I get a little feedback. So, I don't know. Maybe I have too much sage going on in my office here. <laughs> That's always possible. Just getting myself smoked out here a little. All right, got to – because I try between people to make sure I disconnect because one of my huge downfalls is forgetting to disconnect and every – Healer that's worked on me out there, ooh, I know they get on me. You need to disconnect. You need to disconnect. But I just kind of get in the moment, especially on the radio, trying to keep the flow. And um, tonight I reminded myself, you need to disconnect, even if it's just for a second uh, with Sage, so you can be as clear as possible with each person. Which is always good to do. Yeah. So did you need to take a break? Um, as soon as my as soon as the switchboard um, goes ahead and lets comes, me do something, yeah, comes back from their break. <laughs> yeah, so, it's like but, okay, but it's just hanging here. Again, I hope it's been helpful tonight for me to sort of explain some of the process to people out there because, like I said, I work really hard trying to understand the process myself. So, like I said, when I get this information, like nursing but not nursing. You know, they don't say that to me directly. They'll say the word nursing, and then I'll get the feeling like that's not quite right. So, and you know, and then she explained it. Well, it's it's nursing, but it's not what you would traditionally think of as an RN. This is a PhD. So that helps me understand when I get an odd feeling like that. Hmm, there's something to this. Let's explore it a little bit more. So. Now I know, and now your re- your listeners know too. Yeah. So how can everyone reach you for a private one-on-one reading? Well, they can call me directly at six seven eight four three one two seven zero three, or they can visit my website, which is samantha-hall.com. There's a little dash in between there, and uh, all the information is on there as well. And that's going to be getting updated soon with some fun videos and things that people can see how I work and uh, what it's like to have a reading with me or a private reading. And uh, they're welcome to call me uh, anytime within uh, normal business hours would be good. But I do late appointments in the evening as well, 7.30, 8.30. I try to work around people's schedules too because I know people can't always take an hour off in the middle of the day to go have a reading. So I'm happy to work later in the evening as well if that's convenient for people. Well, cool. Well, we'll go ahead and we'll take a short little break and we'll be right back. Right, I'm going to go get some tea so my throat doesn't uh, dry up on me. Okay, we got about four minutes, so. Okay, great. All right, well, thank you. Yep. All righty, everybody. And don't forget to check out Samantha's website and contact her for a private one-on-one reading. Uh, it's just going to be totally phenomenal, of course, because she's been phenomenal um, on here every time she's here. And check out our website, too, bethelikechapel.com, and uh, click on the Donate. Uh, button and link help us out with the donation helps keep us on the air growing and expanding and we'll be right back in just a few moments
Samantha Hall. Welcome back, Samantha. Hello, thanks. And just enough time to get some tea and sit back down. Well, good. Plenty of time. Yep. So you ready to take a few more calls? Yeah, let's see uh, who else uh, needs a little bit of help. Okay. Let's see what we can do for oh. Andrea in Washington. Hi, Michael. Thank you for taking my call. 
Hey, Hi, welcome. Samantha. How can we help you? My first time I've uh, called on Samantha. I'm um, interested in any information that you might have on 214 for me and the names of my guides. Okay. And what's it All right. Now, what was the first part of your question? It kind of cut out a little bit and I couldn't hear it. I'm sorry. The names of my guides and what they see for 2014 for me. Okay, 2014. Okay, let me take a That's look. This year. <laughs> okay. Now, um, guide names are kind of funny. Okay, have they never given you their names? No. Okay, because I have had this happen to me. My first several guides wouldn't. They said it's not important. Okay. Then I moved on, and I had a one gentleman who made sure that I knew how to spell his name. He said, my name is Jeff with a G. And he was a very okay. interesting young man who stuck with me for a while, and then I moved on. Uh, you know, as you grow, you move on, uh, or some people, I would say, graduate and move on to different teachers, just like we do in, in school. We graduate, and then we kind of go through issues in our lives, and then we move on. Yet some people have the same guide their whole life, so that doesn't mean they haven't moved on. It's just that person was apparently supposed to be with them forever. Okay, mm-hmm. so so we can take a look. Is, is but the guardian angel the is the guardian angel the same one through your whole life? Um, I honestly do not know. I will I will tell you for for I I really couldn't answer that question. Um, okay. It's really depending on who you feel. I've, I'm not sure if you're particularly assigned one that stays with you forever or not, or if they change. Um, for the most people that I have known who have them quite uh, visibly around them, it seems to be the same one. I, uh, but then again, I can honestly say that I haven't known them for 40 years to know if they have changed. Um, right. Just be thankful that they're there and know that they are there. <laughs> so, so that's okay. that's the best news. Um, but we can take a look. You are also welcome if they have not told you their names. Uh, if you have more than one, you are welcome to call them whatever you'd like. So if you have, a, and they will let you know at that point if they don't like that name. Uh, but you can. But let's like take a look. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You can you can pick a name, and if they don't like it, that'll probably make sure that you you know afterwards that there's something else. But but do do understand that names of uh, guides are insignificant because there are some beings out there who are not particularly of, I guess you'd say, a human nature, and they may not feel the need to have an actual name. Their own consciousness and their own presence might be all that they, all that you actually need. So, okay. I mean, we can take a look, but what I would rather do right now um, is take a look to see what they have for you with 2014 and then see if they come through with any particular names that they would like to be referred Thank you, to. That sounds great. Thank you. Okay, so let's take a look and let me ask them to come forward. Um, oh, God, they're funny. Um, all right. I've got to tell you this the way they're telling me that, uh, to tell you this. They're, and You're not calling from California, are you? I can't remember where he said you were calling from. I'm calling from Washington, but I was from California. Your guides, um, there's one in particular, I would say it's actually more of a masculine energy, if you were going to call this a male or female. And he goes, she's hella hard on herself. She's hella hard on herself? Are you actually kind of hard on yourself in life? Do you you, um, really think things through? Are you very critical of yourself? You don't. Your energy no. doesn't sound like that, but they're bringing that no. up. Okay. So I'm not sure why he said that. I'm like, I am not worried a hell of hard on herself. I'm like, 
Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll keep taking a look. You don't you don't feel that that's part of your persona um, at all. No, I do feel like I have some sort of guy that interrupts. Uh, I, I never know if I really have a reading because I have a Klingon, a remote viewer Klingon that interrupts, and so I'm thinking this might be him. Okay, um, because yeah, this is a gentleman, or I guess you'd say, like you said, a masculine energy, and that just seemed kind of funny the way he said it. It's almost like kind of laid back California. She's hella hard on herself. I'm like, okay, uh-huh. I'll just tell you like I hear it. Uh, so we're yeah, going to ask him. California. Okay, we're going to have to ask him to kind of step aside, and unless he's okay. got something very else important to tell you, and I'm going to ask for other guidance to come through for you. Okay, so show me, let me see what uh, she needs to know for 2014. Okay. Um, They're bringing, wait, is it wants, needs, or is getting? Um, Whatever. (laughs) Okay, hang on, hang on. Well, they're bringing up the issue of a vehicle, a car, and so that's why I'm asking, is it wants one, needs one, or is getting one? And they're bringing up need. Okay, do you actually need a new vehicle? Oh, yeah, I do. Mine's kind of 13 years old, but I okay. love her. Okay, but it's it's a need. Okay, so they're just bringing that. So at least now I know that I've asked this gentleman to kind of step aside and ask other guidance to come through. So whoever this guy is who pops in and out, um, we're just going to, uh, I guess I'm, I wouldn't necessarily count him as a guide he may be part yeah. of your, I guess you'd say, backup people, but it's not necessarily guide because these people are actually getting right on the, uh, hitting the nail on the head with the car issue. Okay, and then let me show you 2014. Um, and, and as far as the car is going, they're telling me it's going to be a stretch. Okay, so that means like um, if you are going to get a new vehicle, would it be would it be safe to say that it would be a stretch of the budget? Oh yeah. Okay. I never know who I'm talking to. I mean, for all I know, you could be a millionaire. Okay, yeah. so um, yeah. so so don't don't just assume whoever's listening. Don't just assume that you know everybody has money problems. Not everybody does. So they're telling me that that would be a stretch, uh, but they're also telling me that you can uh, make it possible if you want to. Um, I'm not sure what you do for a living, but they're telling me there's a secondary income source if you want it. Okay. Yeah. All right, so I'm not sure uh, how you would go about pulling that secondary income, whether it's a second job, home-based business, those home parties. I don't know what it is. Okay. But in in, re- in relationship to wanting, needing, or bringing this new car into your life, uh, it is, uh, it's, it's up to you, basically. You can make it possible by pulling okay. in this secondary yeah. source. And they're actually telling me, quote, it's not hard. So whatever it is that this this little kind of like oh I can make a little money on the side make a car payment they're they're letting me know to to let you know it's not hard you, whatever it is it wouldn't be hard to do wouldn't be hard to fit into your life or your schedule do you swim they're bringing up swimming yeah I do I okay swim. that's very good I okay. go to the Y and I'm I'm needing to go again okay and I I mean, this is on the sleep um I who is this the same guy. Hold on, because it's kind of yeah. personal. Um, okay, this guy, you, just so you know, I'm, I'm not going to get too much into how he comes into your life or if you've let him in or if he needs to be crossed over or moved or whoever it is. But he tells me, and I'll, I'll tell you because he'll think it's funny. He goes, 
she's got really nice legs. So. Yeah, well, he needs to just get a life. Okay, so it might be time to have a sit-down chat with who this is if he's, because I really can't tell you how he's coming in. I really don't want to talk about him or to him. So. Okay, well, it's time to do whatever you need to do to basically cut the ties and block him out and tell him to get on because I just feel he's kind of a little bit annoying. So we need to be more specific with your guides, and I'm going to ask him to move on. There's the door. There's the light. She doesn't need you anymore. Get to step in. It's probably not going to help you, but at least I opened the door. So, just like, but there are ways. There are ways to get rid of these people. So let's to go back to your guides. There's a mark. That's the more. That's another one of your. And what? What do you want? Give me. Pick a name, lady. Sorry. <laughs> it's not you. It's your guide. I'm gonna say you, know, you oh, definitely. Oh. definitely Definitely have a mark. No, I'm talking to your guides, and I'm like, I see both of them standing there, and he goes, I'm Mark. And I'm like, okay. okay. And then the gal, she's a little, she's almost like a, I guess you'd say he's the, he's the mouthpiece, and she's sort of the backup. And I honestly cannot get her to tell me a name. So you can give her a name if you want. But the gentleman that's more of like, I would say, a primary guidance for you, his name is Mark. Okay. And then I'm... Also, do you have a, I think this is my ego jumping in, um, but I'll say it just in case you do have a reference to this. Do you have a particular draw to St. Mark? No, I never okay. have. Well, what I would do for you, tell you to do is just go look him up. I'm not totally familiar with the saints and what they do, but because okay. that popped into my head, like I said, because his name was Mark, there is a chance that that was ego. So um, just go ahead and look them up because it might be coincidence as well that there might mm-hmm. be some aspect of St. Mark that is you think, that you tell yourself, oh, I would love to do that. I would love I to could, do that. That's I could call on him a little bit more. Yeah, I could mm-hmm. do that. So whatever he is the patron saint of, you could go ahead and take a look at that and see what he has to do. And then, um, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I do not know your personal relationship status. But they're telling me, and I quote, love enters in 2014. Are you currently in a relationship or looking? No, it's been a long time. And so okay. I love doing that. But I, and I quote, you know, I always write my things down, of course. They're telling me, and I love the way he said that, love enters in 2014. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right, and I'm I'm going to venture a guess because they're telling me, and I quote, "This will be the last Valentine's Day you spend alone." So I would oh. say, based, based on that, that this person is not going to be in your life before Valentine's Day, but we're looking at the after that. Now, the next thing I think is very important to ask them is, what does she need to do? What is there uh-huh. work she needs to do? Is there something she needs to let go of, improve, release, uh, accept in order to allow this person to come in? Hold on. Okay. Um, and be, can you hang on? I'll be a little more specific on how you show me that. Okay. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I know this really isn't validatable, but it just—I just have to say it the way it is. When I ask what you need to do, change, move, release, blah, 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 they tell me, and I quote, that you just just be, uh-huh. okay. 
as in just be the accepting, and you already are this way, but it's just a reminder, just be you, just be in the moment, and then this person will will come into your life. So I don't think that's something that's particularly hard for you to do, but it's just a reminder no. to go ahead and be be doing that. Okay, does that make sense? I don't sense? need to do anything. In other words, I don't need to go anywhere, release anything. I just be me. No, no of course you don't want to stay, stay locked in your own basement. That would be ridiculous. I mean, physically you need to be out there, but as far as... Um, anything like if you had fear, if you had commitment issues, if you had um, trust issues, they're just saying for you, just be. Just be peaceful. Just be in the moment. Just be you. And you, that, and that's exactly what, you know. Now, they, I'll be honest, they're not telling me uh, she's perfect. She doesn't need to do anything. I mean, but they're showing me it in this respect. They're saying just be. Okay, and so whatever that really means to you, um, is how you should take it. But that's that's actually good news to me because it's just sort of, I guess you'd say, letting in peace. And, and again, that's not hard for you to do because you really are there pretty much. Yeah. But that shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, that shouldn't be a problem. Great. That was lovely. They just offered that love interest in 2014. That yeah. was their idea, huh? <laughs> I have never heard that before. I've never said that to anybody. I just tell it like you hear it. Love enters in 2014. Wow, fantastic. So I, lost my little, I lost my little dog, UB, um, and I have gotten another um, female sister, and I've named her Ruby. Okay. And I've only had her for about Oops, we lost her. Ah. Oh, okay. Uh, Blog Talk Radio again acting up or something, so I'm not sure. Okay. Well, um, that's okay. She's she's welcome. She can, if that last question, uh, she can feel free to email me if she wants to. And the email's on my website. I'll take a look at her dog for her, since critters are sort of part of my specialty. Yeah, I know. They're, they're amazing Mine is going to be two years old uh, the end of this month. And uh, we got him from the Humane Society, and, and he's a trip. What kind of dog is it? Uh, shepherd mix. Sweet, smart, smart, smart. Oh, yeah. He's about uh, 85 pounds. So he's a wow. big boy. Yeah. Um, I grew up with German shepherds. My mother raised and showed shepherds. All my all my life, so I know how smart and uh, just wonderful dogs that they are. Even even uh, mixes, you just get all that great extra stuff in there too. Oh, yeah. and um, he's uh, being trained as a service dog, service and therapy type dog. But he knows if I get upset yeah. for whatever reason, it could be you know you're watching TV. It's like oh, I don't believe you did that. And all of a sudden, he'll go ahead and come up there and put his paws up on a couch and paw at me and go ahead and hug me. Oh. Oh, it's okay. You don't, Calm don't down. Stress out. Don't, yeah. Yeah, don't stress. It's okay. Yeah. Just, so anytime I get stressed, he comes right on over. I mean, no matter what he's doing, it's if he's sound asleep mm-hmm. and he just senses that I'm upset for whatever reason, if something's flustering me, if I'm doing something on a computer, I'm like, ugh. It, he'll just come over and then pot me, like, okay, come on. Calm down. Relax. Mm-hmm. And then once I'm calmed down and out there and relaxed, and he goes ahead and leaves, goes back and lays down. <laughs> yep, they sure know. They sure know. When my little Scotty knew there was somebody in my living room the other night, and um, 
I knew she was there, too. It's the girl that I told you about that I've been trying to help with in South Carolina. Um, she was standing right in my living room, and actually it's the second time she stood in my house, uh, but my dog wouldn't move. Um, she normally meets me at the top of the stairs every time. She was sitting on a chair and wouldn't move. I have her on video staring at the wall and whining because that's where this young lady was standing. And uh, she just wouldn't move and wouldn't move. And I actually could not get this young girl to cross over. I had to call in a cleaner uh, and a friend of mine who specializes in spirit removal. And it took her a while, too, to get this girl to cross. Uh, But they're just utterly amazing creatures. They see things we can't, and they sure as heck let you know. Oh, yeah. It's amazing when they do that. Just, just fantastic. But there, but that, and yet I have a second Scotty who just sat there playing with his toy the whole time, and I'm talking to this, this girl, and uh, the dog's whining and looking at her and whining and wouldn't move off the chair, and um, but yet my other one just is <laughs> completely oblivious. So, uh, so I guess it depends on the dog, but or his his uh, attitude toward those who have departed. But my black Scotty definitely knew there was somebody there. It was it was unbelievable. That's why I had to get the the video out, so um, just to show that they do see, they do see the things that we can't. So trust your dogs and cats because they know. Oh yes. Yeah. Let's see. We've got time. We'll grab another call here. Okay. So we're going to do for James in New Jersey. Hi, James. Hello. Um, how is everybody tonight? Pretty good. How are you? Um. I'm I'm fine. I'm doing great. I was just wondering about my love life. Do we still Hello? have him? I've got you. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just wondering about my love life. Okay. All right. Well, we can take a look at that. All right. Um, and first of all, do you want to know what your guides are bringing up, or do you just want me to look at the love life? Um, I guess both. Okay. Well, one of the the reason why I ask is because um, the first thing they brought up to me as you started speaking were medications. Are you on any particular drugs or medications? No, or I'm not on any. No, I'm not on anything. The only thing I'm on is this is sleep on pill. Okay. And and so I would like to since they brought that up so loudly, I just want to ask them why. Um, okay. And all they're just telling me to tell you is just to be careful. Okay. And that's that's all. There's nothing to worry about or anything in particular, but they brought it up as we were speaking, so I just want you to know. So if you have any concerns or questions or are feeling different or apprehensive about taking this particular medication, just... Um, just oh, just, no, no, I don't... I've, I've been on that medication, that sleeping pill, um, for years now, and it's, it's the same dose. It doesn't, okay. okay. It doesn't need yeah. to be increased or anything. No, it's just that there's nothing particular to worry about, but they just say be careful. So that's why I leave it up to you that if they say if you had concerns, then talk to your doctor about it. But if you feel it's oh, fine yeah. and you've been on it and it works for you, okay, don't worry about it. So, uh, but they, but for some reason they felt the need to bring it up, and it might be perfectly fine right now. But know that in the future, that if you had concerns, go hmm. Yeah, you know what? I do have some concerns or questions, and then just go ahead and take a look. So, with that being said, let's take a look at love life, okay? And let me see what they want to let you know regarding that. Um, uh, all right, all right. Um, what? 
you're going to disagree with me on this one, I know, but I'm just going to tell you what they're telling me. Um, they're telling me to tell you that you're trying too hard. Okay, what oh, okay. is it? Does that make sense to you? Um, I mean, I don't, you don't have to give the de- public details, but as long as it makes sense. Well, I'm sense not really to you. trying to, but I just have like. Everything was quiet, and then all of a sudden, all these ladies at once all wanted to talk to me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> everything was quiet, and all of a sudden, boom. And okay. then it's like, but then there's, there, there's this one young girl that wanted to talk to me, and I actually told her that I'm 40 years old. And I said, I'm way too old. I told her that I was way too old for her. Okay. So is that why, why they're bringing up the you're being hard on yourself? I mean, just because there is an age difference doesn't necessarily mean it's wrong. But if it feels wrong to you, obviously. Well, it felt wrong to me because I'm forty. I'm forty, and she's twenty-four. And I'm sorry, like, and my and my family was saying, my and my sister said no. My sister just said won't no. work for you. Okay. All right. Well, that's fine. I mean, like I said, you've got to follow your heart. But I'm just saying, why are you telling your heart on yourself? Okay. Um, and that's okay, but let me take a look before you tell me anything else and see where they want you to go with this. Now, are you looking for something that's very permanent, or are you yes. looking for just a, a, a just a relationship? Okay. No, permanent. Um, okay. Permanent with a family, and okay. I mean, if I have kids, that's fine. If they have kids, that's fine. You know what I mean? Like, some people have a predestined family that, I guess, um, am I saying the right word? Okay, yeah, and and just out of curiosity, do you do something that involves driving for a living? No. Okay, I don't know why they kept hearing the word drive, 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 and I just wanted to see if that had anything to do with anything before I went on. Okay, and, okay. Um, Oh, man, all right. Um, They're telling me that it's, okay, that you're going to get what you want, but they're actually saying it's going to be a while, and then they give me the dates August-September. So, you may need to be working on a relationship and looking, but they're showing me that it's more going to fall into place around August and September, which is great because that's just in time for holidays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, but, but they're telling me, and, and like I said, it's going to be a while. Um, let me ask if there's anything that you need to work on. Is there anything that he needs to work on, improve, let go, release? Um, okay. It's, call that, give me the other word for it. Uh, they're they're giving me. I dropped the dropped the last word when I said. Uh, I can't understand. It it has to do. What is that word? Okay, okay. I don't understand this, but I'm going to say it like they um like they're telling me. When I ask them about what you need to do just to kind of prep yourself to be the best you can be for these people to come in, they gave me the words self possession. Okay. And and the more I think about it and the more I look at it, it seems to be in, I guess you'd say, the way you, uh, I guess, sort of feel about yourself, the way you carry yourself. It's not really a deep spiritual issue. It's almost like it's something on the outside, if that makes sense. Almost more like an external issue almost rather than an internal issue. Yeah, it's internal and very spiritual. Yeah, so there's something, if you can do a little meditation on what they mean by self-possession, because I do feel like no matter what I say, it's not going to make sense. It's got to be sort of that connection between you and your guides, and it'll hit you, and you'll go, oh, I get it, I get it. 
but that's really the only thing they're bringing up as far as, I guess you'd say, self-improvement or putting yourself in the best spiritual vibration that you can be in to allow this person to really come into your life and really form that relationship around the August-September area. So, yeah, not a lot of work to be done. I think you've been doing a lot of the, the work. Oh, I've been doing that the last couple of years, a lot of work. So, yeah, like... And, um, and just understand, too, that there are a lot of people out there looking for a very grounded, centered, and spiritual man, and they're hard to find. So you're a, you're a, a hot commodity out there in the spiritual <laughs> world. So give give yourself some credit where credit is due. I know two dozen ladies here in Atlanta that would love to meet a spiritually centered but grounded man. And so uh, you got everything you've got, but they're telling me to just bring up those words self-possession, maybe do a little Internet research, a little meditation, and see what it means to you. But other than that... They're showing me that you're you're on it, doggone it. Um, no, and they're also telling me it hasn't been so easy for you in the past to have a relationship or to stay in a relationship. Does that make sense to you? Are you still there? Oh, man, did I lose him again? Yeah, he dropped. Okay. Well, he's got everything that he needs for right now, so... I think that he's well on his way. And by the way, I was born in New Jersey, so hey, shout out to New Jersey. So cool. Uh, sorry about that. Well, let's but, see what we can do for Tanisha real quick. Hi, Tanisha. Okay. Hi. Hey, how are you doing? Uh, I'm well. Actually, I'm from New Jersey too, but I live in Atlanta. Okay. Well, cool. <laughs> Maybe you're born in New Jersey, but live in Atlanta. So, so that would be great. What can we do for you? Um, just anything that um my guys have to give me. Okay. Alrighty. Just out of curiosity, do you have a small child? No, but everybody always asks me that. I don't have one. Okay, well maybe you have it maybe it's something more on a spiritual level or within your heart that you want do you want children? Yeah, one day. Okay. That could be it. It's that it's just on. It's just just below the surface type of thing. Okay, so we're we looking at what you need to know in 2014. Yes. Okay, so let's take a look at your guides. All right, what does she need to know? What do you want her to work on? What do you want her to handle? Okay, have you had a problem? I guess you'd say holding a job or staying with a job like for some reason they let you go or if you does that or are you gainfully mm-hmm. employed yes you've um, you've had a hard time keeping them yeah because they're not they're like you get a job but it's like stipulations yeah, it's, like oh yeah it's through no fault your of your own day. yeah it's, through, yeah. it's through, no, through no fault of your own mind you it's just a hard time getting it and keeping it and and getting where you need to go Okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. They're just bringing that up, and they're just letting you know that it's not your fault, okay? So no matter what happens and what's going on, they and, – and you may even think it's your fault, but they're telling you it's not, okay? So mm-hmm. at, at, some point, have, at some point, have you thought it was your fault? No, I just was just okay. aggravated. 
Okay. Well, just I just wanted to be clear on that because they're letting you know whether you thought it or not, it is not your fault. Okay. So mm-hmm. with that being with that being said, we're going to take a look because they wanted to to bring that up to make sure that you don't even get to that point where you think, well, what's wrong with me? Why does this keep happening? Okay. Mm-hmm. And when I ask them too, why does this keep happening? They're telling me you're being pushed in another direction. Are you considering school but can't for some reason do it? Um, I'm actually in school. I'm finishing okay. up my last semester. Sweet. That's that sounds great. Okay. Um, was this difficult for you? And and originally thought you wouldn't be able to do it, or was school easy breezy? Because they're showing me that originally it was sort of a difficult kind of uh, prospect for you. Yeah, because I like to party a lot. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least you're honest. Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, uh, they give you, and, and, and I, too, give you a round of applause for sticking with it and, and, and finishing up. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, they're telling me that you're actually going to be rewarded for that, okay, for really putting in the effort. And um, thank you. The jobs coming and going will be um, kind of over. You'll, you'll have more stability. What is it that you're in school for? This feels like it's in the medical field. Um, no, right now I'm uh, getting my master's in social work. But I was okay. considering going to medical school afterwards. But I okay. Okay. That's fine. That's fine because I don't know what – because that helps me understand why they showed me medical. Okay. Um, let me ask them if that's a good prospect for you. Uh, when I asked, they said absolutely. Okay. Do you have a particular area like pediatrics or something that you would be interested in medicine? I was more so into the holistic um, okay. Okay. kind of medicine. Okay. There is, again, this draw to children. They showed me pediatrics or version of something working with children. So whether you know it now or whether it comes up in the future, just understand that there is a natural draw to that or a natural push, whether you're drawn or not, I don't know, but push to work in that field. Just give it some thought because it might not be something that's really in the forefront of your mind at the moment, but it might mm-hmm. come up in the future. And then when you're questioning whether you should do this or shouldn't do this, you'll be like, wait a minute, that came up in a reading a while ago. Maybe I'll take another look at it. And then from that point you can make easier decisions. But they're saying okay. um, absolutely. And they do want to remind you as far as the medical uh, work goes, and oh, you're going to hate me on this one, they're telling me if you thought the P, if you thought the masters was hard, they're telling me it, it doesn't get any easier. But they have they have every confidence in you that if this is what you want to do, that you'll do it. Okay, because that is kind of who you are. You do get it done, partying or not, you get it done. Okay, and you've actually mm-hmm. gotten better at that over time. In the in mm-hmm. the beginning, it was more, oh, I screwed up. All right, quit it. And now it's like, oh, I got a hangover. I stayed up too late, but I got to go. I got to get to class. I got to do this. And you're sort of finishing the work. And it'll that part will get easier. But just know that the schooling part and I guess you'd say just all the issues that come with that are hard. But it is definitely they're showing me there's a reason why you're, you have this draw into the medical field, and you'll see it when you see it. Um, are you... I'm trying to see, take a look real quick. Um, I can't put finger on it. I know we're running out of time. About, are you the only person in your family to get this uh, large mm-hmm. of a degree? Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, that's very important. 
Okay. And you you have a grandmother that's passed? Yes. Okay. That's my love. Okay. That woman is so, so proud of you. It is beyond description. Okay. I don't know Can if you, you knew. Ask Go ahead. Because um, she usually tells me what's wrong with me. Um, lately, I've been, like, having these, um, she tells me, like, if I'm not eating properly. Um, these chest pains, I'm not sure if it's from stress and um, just these migraines. And she usually, like, because I don't really, I'm not really good at uh, eating properly. I'll eat, like, once or twice a day and keep working. All right. Um, There's not exactly, I I guess you'd say, and this is actually from your guides um, and not particularly her, this is not exactly a diagnosis, but the first thing, as soon as you said that, they brought up lavender. Okay, I don't know if you use lavender or have considered lavender, but that's mm-hmm. definitely something to consider uh, bringing into um, your regime if you're having the headaches or any other particular uh, problems. I would consider using that. And even if you don't like it, even mm-hmm. if you don't like the smell of it, <laughs> uh, you sh- and, and is, is that correct? Not uh, yeah, lavender? I think it smells old. <laughs> okay. All right, but they're telling, yeah, it does kind of smell like old lady sometimes. <laughs> but um, but they're, they're letting me know that even if you don't like it, it works. So to you know, basically bite the, bite the bullet and use it. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. And one quick question, because uh, I know we run out of time. Do you yeah. see any love interest? Because I'm tired of being by myself. I've been single for a very long time. Okay. Um, okay. Is it after or oh, she's all done or in between? In between. Okay, thank you. Um, as soon as you said that, they said after school. And that's why I asked them, well, after medical school or in between? And they're saying in between. In between this degree and the next step of your life is when you're going to find a more suitable romance. Okay? Okay. So just know that. It's in, in between. So please take that into consideration no matter how your life falls into place that it's going to be in between sort of two large things you do in your life, okay? Okay. So so don't think, oh, just because I don't go to medical school, I'll never have romance. No, they're just saying in between, in between these two big things, okay? Yeah, I've been like, um, I was like considering it, and then I was like, no, because I hate not having a life right now, so maybe I'll just stick with this. And get my license. Okay. Well, whatever you do, just understand that romance will come in between finishing this program that you're in and then the next step you take on from that. So, And with that, I think uh, Reverend Michael is running out of time. Yes. So we're going to have to call okay. that one. And in. But thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Yeah. Good night, dear. Yeah. I rely on you, Reverend Michael, to uh, cut me off. <laughs> That's okay. We're doing so. great. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so but before I finally we, actually uh, found the clock and looked at it. So Yes, so before we uh, run out of time, how can everyone reach you for a private reading? They can call me at 678-431-2703, or you can get all of my contact information, including my email address at my website, which is www.samantha-hall.com. And, that, well, and they're welcome to contact me in any way that they're comfortable with. Well, cool. Well, thank you so much again for joining me, and uh, you know, I look forward to having you back on again real soon. Okay, thanks, and we'll talk to you soon. And thanks, yes. everybody, for calling in. I really appreciate it. Many blessings, dear. 
All right, you too. Good night. Bye-bye. Uh, now, we had everyone check out Samantha on her website and all. Let her know how much you appreciate her joining us. And visit our website as well, BeTheLightChapel.com, and help us with a donation. Helps keep us on air, growing, and expanding. And know that if you haven't heard it yet, please know that Mary loves you, Samantha loves you, Arlene loves you, God loves you, and so do I. Good night, everyone. <laughs>